Hey everyone, I'm Preston Lee. And I'm Clay Mosley. And this is Freelance to Founder. Every week, we sit down with freelancers like you for actionable coaching calls with one mission. To help you ditch the feast-famine lifestyle and build your own sustainable business. At one point, we were both brand new freelancers, barely making ends meet. But by now, we've started, grown, and even sold a few businesses of our own. And we want to help you do the same. If you're ready to go from freelance to founder, then join the army of freelancers who are taking matters into their own hands. Visit FreelanceToFounder.com to apply for your own on-air coaching call. And now, get ready to take some notes because an all-new episode of Freelance to Founder starts right now. On today's show, how many services do you offer to clients? Some coaches might say that you should offer as many services as you can, hiring subcontractors to complete any work you aren't an expert at. But that's where today's guest, Dan, finds himself. He's sorting through hundreds of Upwork applications to find subcontractors to grow his business. There's just one problem. He is burning out. All the time that he spends on hiring is time he doesn't spend on client work. And think about this, how can Dan passionately sell a service if he doesn't really know that much about it himself? So in today's episode, we take a step back, we identify Dan's strengths and help develop a plan for scaling up in his area of expertise. That's the power of specializing. And we'll dive in right after this. Whether you want to travel more or communicate better with international clients, you need to try Babbel. I've used Babbel's courses and you can do the same in order to learn real life conversation skills in a different language, order food, ask for directions, or speak to clients without having to use translation apps. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash freelance. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash freelance, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash freelance. Rules and restrictions apply. When you wake up in the morning and check your phone, does it feel like this or like this? Because with Shopify, your morning can feel like this way more often. That's the sound of a sale being made on your new Shopify store. And while client payments may require weeks or months of work, you can start generating a semi-passive income to grow your business by setting up a Shopify store all of your own. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your latest designs on shirts or bags or adding something totally different to your business, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You can sell online, you can sell in person, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. With Shopify, you can set up your store in minutes and start selling immediately. And Shopify's award-winning support is there to help you as you go. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash freelance. That's all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash freelance to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash freelance or click the link in our show description and start waking up to this. Hey there, and welcome back to Freelance to Founder. My name is Preston Lee with Milo.co, and my always loyal, faithful co-host, Clay Mosley, is not here. Um, Clay is actually, right now, I think in, in maybe in Colorado, he's somewhere with a lot of snow, a lot of mountains, and he is completely on do not disturb mode. He's he's put his phone on D&D, and uh, very excited that he's able to take some time off. And so joining me in Clay's place today is Adam, who you might remember from a few episodes ago. Adam uh, is going to fill in as a co-host today. Adam, how you doing? I am great, and thank you for having me. This is such a, you know, it was a surprise to be asked to even be part of this, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here, and uh, 
hopefully I can provide a you know an excellent co-host while while yours is on the slopes and I'm super jealous <laughs> of that because <laughs> right, I've just yeah. been working. <laughs> Yeah, you know, post New Year, I'm like, all right, back to all this stuff I've been putting off for weeks, right? And uh, no, I'm, I, I want to yeah. do that post vacation vacation. That 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 sounds good. Yeah, um, really. My family, yeah. my family's actually uh, my family's actually headed to Disneyland next week. Uh, so we're oh trying goodness. the post vacation vacation thing. I think it's going to be really nice. But good good for Clay and Adam. Uh, just we'll, we'll come back to you in just a second. You can you can remind the listeners who you are. But if you didn't listen to the episode we had with Adam, probably two or three episodes ago, really great stuff in there. I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes of this current episode. Um, but tons of talk about Upwork, and I think I think the title for the the episode ended up being something like "Turning Your Laptop into an ATM." <laughs> it literally was just like jam packed of uh, jam packed with like ideas and tools and resources and tips for really getting started and and thriving as a freelancer, turning your laptop into into a money making machine from anywhere in the world. So. Really great episode. Go back and check that out with Adam. Also joining us on the air today is our guest and our new friend, Dan. Dan, where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Well, you are in the same time zone as me, my friend. Welcome to the show. I'm I'm very happy to be here. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, I believe what they say. So, <laughs> is the, uh, yeah, is the phrase. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, good, I'm man. We, we're glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, talk and um, Adam, I got a few minutes to talk with him before the show. Uh, he's super smart in what he does, and I'm excited to listen to his episode um, after this. So, For sure, for sure. Yeah, go back and have a listen to that. And Dan, we'll get to know your business here in just a second, but I want for the listeners, just so they know who's on the air with us, Adam, will you tell us just really quickly, 30, 60 seconds, tell us about your business, what you're working on, and kind of your story. Sure. Uh, so I have a digital agency called uh, uh, Automate Scale, and basically that's at the tail end of really leveraging Upwork as a as a really great tool. Like you mentioned before, um, it's something that I I use almost every day to find clients and work online and everything like that. And uh, you know I've been doing that for about a decade and have built now a, a pretty nice agency on there, and we just you know, we can't say enough great things about it. And so, uh, yeah, I, I kind of started freelancing from a place of just like needing money for like everyone else and was in a ton of debt and had these failed businesses. And, um, I had actually been doing some, some of the hiring through Upwork for some of these businesses at the time. And, and when I needed the money, I was like, you know, what if I jump on the other side and be a, a freelancer? And so, um, yeah, I just basically made the commitment to get on there, look for work, found work. And then I was just like, wow, this can actually be something that isn't just, you know, something I do between jobs, but maybe it's something I could kind of leverage mm. over and over again. So yeah, I kept finding great clients and just doing hard work. And I kept kind of increasing my skill set and increasing my value and, and just kind of built and built and built on there. And, um, yeah, just, I guess, you know, consistency pays off and, um, that's, yeah, that's kind of where I'm and, at now. Yeah, and, so and fast forward to today, if I remember right, you have something like you, you have now an agency on Upwork, um, something like 50 contractors working with you through the agency. Yeah. Is, that, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so we may be a long way that. since those early days. 
now yeah and and we're seeing how work is evolving you know it's mm. it's we consider ourselves like this like fractional digital marketing agency where we can kind of nestle into the cracks of uh, these businesses that don't have mm. these people don't want to hire a full-time person but want to be able to just turn this talent piece on when they want and you know if you if you just kind of look at it like that like work is like this kind of dynamic organism you know that's it's really something else and how we're able to work with others everybody's independent you know they're in different yeah. time zones doing their own yep. thing it's all asynchronous yep. and it's just really cool yeah i love it and and i think i could talk all day about the future of work and how freelancers fit into that contractors fit into that we i've my small business we've only got three or four people on the team uh plus myself and um, we're all contractors, meaning I run the business and then everyone else is just a contractor in the business. And, and, um, it has completely changed like how we work and when we work and, and how we get results. And it's just, I think it's a load of fun. I think more businesses would benefit from that as opposed to like W2 employees. But anyway, I digress. We're going to, we're going to talk more about Dan's <laughs> business instead of my business. Dan, why don't you give us a quick idea of, uh, where your business is currently at? What kind of services you offer, who your clients are, just give us kind of a, a well-rounded picture of where you're at. Great. Um, okay. My business called Creatography. I offer brand identity, graphic design, web design, pay-per-click, and search engine optimization services. Uh, some of those services have recently been added, and I'm trying to navigate through how that actually works. Um, not necessarily a fake it till you make it, um, but <laughs> I, 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 I got tired of building websites and then passing them off. I just got tired of, and then watching these digital marketing mm. agencies just reap all the benefits of the web <laughs> Dang, builds I was Digital marketing agencies. Yeah. yeah. Taking all the money right at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I've been an agency. Uh, I've been working, I guess you can call me a freelancer because I just, I'm a solopreneur. Um, and I've been around for about eight years and I was single at the beginning. I was golfing two to three times a week. I was just really soaking up the benefits of owning my own business. It was amazing. Uh, then I got married. It was dual income, no kids. Um, things were still like I was going on trips. Everything was great. Then I had a kid and it kind of just morphed everything to where I'm the sole financial provider of the family. And that pressure mm. uh, is something different than I've ever really like experienced in a long time in regards to yeah. like seeing your, your monthly numbers go in the red as opposed to always being in the green and beyond. And so it kind of lit a fire under my ass and said, and I said, okay, well it's time for me to like pursue a, a bigger picture for my agency. And so I guess a, a lot of my current clients are people that I've worked with through the past. Um, I'm extremely strong communicator or feel like I am. And so I've built really good relationships through um, quality design aesthetic and excellent communication skills, getting people their deliverables when they ask for them. And uh, all of that is fine and gravy if I want to continue making the same amount of money that I've made for the last five years hmm. every single year. But it's exhausting. Yeah. And I feel like I'm grinding every single day um, just to like, 
you know, I'll go out and I'll like, oh man, look at all these sales opportunities. And now I'm just like, well, I don't even know how I'm going to actually be able to help all of these people. Really, I don't have the bandwidth. So, um, mm. fast forward to today, here I am. Um, you know, I would say making like you've talked about top line and bottom line revenue before. I'm at about 100k top line. Um, and it's just, I'm tired of like still worrying about my financial situation. You guys would like faint if you heard how much I have to pay per month for my mortgage. It's like practically nothing. <laughs> um, and I still find myself every month, like being like, am I going to be able to like pay all of my bills or am I going to have to like wait for that client paycheck to come in to pay, you know, the backlog of of things that we've purchased or whatnot. And I don't even live extravagantly. I don't have a boat. I don't have anything crazy. <laughs> so um, that's where I'm at right now is just trying to figure out how the whole process works um, to be able to scale and add um, more bandwidth to my company. Yeah, man, I am, I am hearing uh, so many good things here. First of all, like um, I hear so much of, a lot of people's story in your story, meaning I've heard this a lot from a lot of people. I've gone through this. My guess is Adam's gone through this. I know Clay's gone through this, where you sort of hit this plateau moment where it's like, I want to grow, but I, I can't even, I can't picture how I could do more. <laughs> like I'm, I'm working, can't I'm, even imagine I'm working that. myself. Yeah. I'm working myself to death. You used words like I don't have bandwidth. I feel like I'm always grinding. Um, but then it's like, but I'm doing all of that to then only live paycheck to paycheck um, or client check to client check, as it were. Uh, and it's a tough place to be in. I think I think we'll have some good advice for you today. Let's um let's talk yeah. really quickly about, you know, when you when you come on the show, you fill out the short questionnaire and you can join us on the show sure. as well if you want to, just like uh, Dan is today. But uh, when when uh, when Dan came on the show. I'm sorry, before you came on the show, you filled out a questionnaire and, and you put that you're currently at a three on the freelancer to founder scale. One is freelancer, 10 is founder, like you're running a business, systems, processes. You put that you're currently a three. I think that jives with what you're saying about like, I'm, I feel like I'm always grinding. I don't have any more bandwidth. I'm not sure how, how, how to grow from here, but that you'd like to be at an eight. So could you walk us through really quickly and then we'll tackle some of these big problems. What does an eight look like yeah. to you? What's like perfect world scenario a year from now? I foresee to, um, I'm working with a business coach currently, uh, somebody that was referred to me and, mm. and that whole market to find somebody that you can relate to that's within your, your funds and whatnot. Um, I, I've gotten extremely lucky. Um, and the, the business coach and I are working on like actually, like most people say they have a business plan, but they don't have a business plan. You know, maybe mm. you have this mental business plan. And that's where I am with everything in regards to my business. Okay. Everything is in my head. It's all ideas. Um, <laughs> yeah. My systems are ideas. The way I build websites, the way I search for stock imagery, um, everything is in my head. And it's me doing it. And you've talked about this on other podcasts about giving up that control. Um, mm -hmm. And as a designer, I have high expectations for what I want mm -hmm. my design quality to be, you know? And so it scares me yep. to bring other people in. Um, and it also feels like it's going to be expensive. Fast forward a year from now, I want to start letting go of some of that control. Um, I understand that I can still oversee everything. I want to start uh, utilizing. I actually had about 
four or five calls with Upwork freelancers today. So uh, this hmm. will all kind of like tie back in with Adam. But um, I'm just out there searching for other people's capabilities so I can help start creating these systems to make this more streamlined. And if I can get this more streamlined, it will reduce my stress level. I'll be able to, you know, easily onboard clients, run them through the process, add my profit margin at the end of it, and then and hopefully start making my, my goal for next year is 200K. So um, that's where I'm currently I, at. I love it. You know what? Like you, you, you sound to me like you're in a really great place in terms of ambition and, and drive. So I love that because sometimes when people get to this point where they're just grinding and they're just like, have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs. And did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's going to want to take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Client check to client check, barely paying the bills, not really growing. They're sort of just like, I give up. I don't I don't know what to do. But I love that you're taking this approach of like, no, I can I can do this. I can figure it out. And you can. Well, don't, and I don't, would recommend Don't get me wrong, Preston. Preston, don't get me wrong. I cried last <laughs> night. So I don't want, yeah, I want everyone yeah. to think like, <laughs> I mean, this is something that uh, I'm in a great mood right now and I'm very feeling very ambitious, but like that's not all the time. You know, that's like sure, I have my breakdown sure. moments just like anybody else. So, well, I'm sure Dude, the listeners appreciate Daniel. the honesty. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, Daniel, let's uh, let's help you out, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah, let's help you get I'm there like, for sure. I'm like, seriously, I, no, I'm, I'm just right hearing what verge. you're saying. It's I'm like, right on the verge. 
Yeah. And it's like, wow, it's like, man, I'm, I'm seeing myself through you like, you know, half a decade <laughs> ago yeah. or so, you know, and I'm like, fuck, like, I, I'm so sorry for dropping that bomb, but, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, we, it, there's definitely like, if, and if you're at a three, there's so much opportunity to, to kind of, you know, fasten down some things and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 we're, you know, kind of like we talked about earlier before podcast even start but you know having that kind of active role in some things and more passive in others um will kind of get you through those moments i think you know that's the well yeah, yeah and i think yeah, the thing that's, the that's like thing. really upsetting to me or the thing that's like also driving me i guess is i'm watching every single one of my competitors and now that i get you know because i was full designer before and this experience of being a freelancer has really pushed me into trying to understand the entrepreneurial part of of this mm-hmm. role mm-hmm. and i'm watching these other businesses around me i've even paid to like you know get coaching or like um you know documents i guess seeing how uh, just a glimpse into how they do it cuz right now i'm just like how are all these people doing it? How do they actually make this lucrative? How do they have 30 employees? How, like, that just seems unfathomable to me. <laughs> it just, like, <laughs> it's blowing my mind. And well, it's, I like, think what, almost keeping I think what can happen like, sometimes is like you, you see, you see their end chapter or their middle chapter, right? And, and sometimes it's yeah. hard to, to figure out the first step from that. I don't know. Adam, yeah. could you share maybe? Like maybe who was your first hire or or what were some of the things you first started to outsource or hire other people for uh, to get things off your plate so you could grow? Well, I think I think we have to take a step back, you know, and 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 just look at some different things though from from Dan's side. Cause, you know, the way I did it was I was kind of like excited to work. So it was it was kind of fun because I was I was making money from a computer. <laughs> You know, so I was really psyched and, you know, thought, okay, you know, if I could, because I was kind of going through the same thing when I started freelancing, like starting a new family and all these things. And, and my overhead went from like, basically, you should have seen where I was living in before I started freelancing. Uh, and it was about to get knocked down, actually. But um, yeah, <laughs> the overhead went, went really through the roof very rapidly. Um, and so... You know, I thought about okay. I, I'm pretty psyched to start at like forty five dollars an hour, and that's kind of what I what I was mm-hmm. at. And I took my first job at forty five dollars. So, you know, I was just kind of grabbing what I could grab at the time in in terms of like, you know, what people needed marketing help with. So it wasn't even like full web page stuff and kind of getting locked into that territory yet. Um, but I had done that kind of work in the past. But this is you know like seems like quick task help. Like I said, I didn't think I was going to kind of stick with this at first. So I was just like, okay, I, you know, maybe I can make a couple bucks. I need to pay off things. And, um, but yeah, that quickly, that $45 job turned into $45 an hour, which I was really psyched about. And that's what I had done in the past, doing some design work for ads and stuff like that. But this was easier because I could just turn on my computer. I didn't have to like bill out and spend time collecting money or chasing down anything or negotiating mm. and stuff like that. So I was just like really mm. kind of psyched to just be like, okay, I'm working on this client, $45 an hour. This is really fascinating. So I was enamored by that part of that 
the whole time. And then I made it into a game. I'm like, okay, if this guy hired me at $45 an hour and I'm learning more and gaining more experience, don't I become more valuable in a sense? Like, aren't I worth more? And now I have this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, review that says I'm worth this and qualified and I have less time. Right. So that's what I started to look at. Like, what's my time worth? And so as I learned more stuff and my time went down, my price went up because that's just, you know, it seems logical. Yeah. And, and you're able to, to really buttress that with reviews and reinforce it. So, you know, it takes the negotiation part out of everything when you're, when you're dealing with clients and then you develop a system for yourself. So, you know, for me, really what got me over those hurdles was saying, okay, this is the business of that I'm in. So it was, a, it's a little different than like just starting a, you know, I guess a, a typical freelance thing where, you know, in that regard, if you're going to try to get all the clients on your own and that stuff. But I just kind of saw an avenue here of ready access work where I didn't have to kind of spend time looking mm. for cold leads or tire kickers and things like that. Like these were people that yeah. were like ready to work. And I knew, okay, if I, if I reach out to X amount, you know, and spend my time there and stuff like that and, and concentrate on these jobs, I could really build and build and make it exciting for me. So I kept increasing the price, kept increasing the price and became more valuable and made that the game. Like, you know, mm, can I bring yeah. my knowledge base up? Can I be more valuable? Can I have experience working with different brands, different industries, stuff like that? Because it's really at the end of the day, I have found that the experience and the wisdom is the most valuable access. Uh, you know, it's the most valuable um, thing that you can you have that your most valuable asset. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. as you do that, it just it, your price goes up, and then it's fun. It's like you know when you start making a couple hundred dollars an hour, it's like you kind of just want to work, and you fit that into like taking care of what you need to do in life too. It's like you can just you know if you're if you're out, can you stop and just like take care of something and spend thirty minutes, an hour there, investing your time? Is it worth it? And yeah. Um, I think it, it that's what got me through that mm. in terms of like yeah. plateauing. So I never felt like mm-hmm. I really plateaued, but I agree the work getting overwhelmed with work and getting people. I think that I don't know, that came a lot later, I think, before yeah, I started managing when, when, people. When, when you're talking about what you're talking about, which is like I totally I totally get that position. Um, you know, like I'm mo- like I'm motivated right now. Fat, um, rewind three months ago, I little, I literally was just like living off referrals. I wasn't doing any personal marketing or anything like that. And then I had this client that was paying 2k a month and they had cash flow issues and said they can't work with me anymore. And like, as soon as like that happened and I realized that, you know, my family and, and my, my own personal wealth was starting to be jeopardized. I all of a sudden started pursuing the bigger picture. And now as I'm pursuing the bigger picture, I totally know what you're talking about. Like I am super excited by that challenge. That challenge, that challenge is Mm -hmm. like almost like my feels like my purpose (laughs) at this point in my life. It's like (laughs) something that I just want to figure out. I want to be able to look back and be like, you took that head on and you were successful and you figured it out. And um, you know, I, I do believe that I'm smart enough and capable enough to handle this. 
Um, it's just solving the little pieces. I'm missing a couple puzzle pieces um, that I feel like I just need to find. And then I can kind of, I mean, not yeah. saying that there's not going to be any problems in the future, but like it will help me take this big leap that I have to take right now within my career, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can empathize with that feeling for sure. I, um, I sort of ran my business on the side for quite a while, seven or eight years. And then, um, and then I lost my job and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, this is this thing that I've been sort of treating as nice extra income or as kind of a hobby or a side business. It's got to be the real deal now. And, and that changed a lot of things. So I think that can be a powerful moment when, when suddenly, you know, you lose a big client or, or just something changes. You have a kid or you get married or whatever, um like that can really change and it and it is exciting and i love that you're taking the bull by the horns here and really going for it i think one thing we've talked about a lot on the show um that applies here is is the idea that you know you you've put in your questionnaire that one of the biggest problems that you face is charging too little and coming back to what adam said about how much to charge and increasing your rates and things like that like when you're particularly when it's it's just you or you and just a couple people, like when your team is really, really small, you can either charge more, work more hours, or hire more people, right? So you can charge more sort of to a point. You can work more hours to a point. We all have the same limits on on hours in a day. But the way I see it is you can you can hire people and grow your team as much as you want, right? So like of the three options for growth, hiring or outsourcing or subcontracting or whatever you want to call it, however you want to do it, but but bringing other talent in to help you and support you, to me, is, is the um, sort of limitless way to grow, right? So I, I don't know if um, you, you said can that I, you had talked. Can I talk talked. on that real fast? Yeah, please do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's like something I've been thinking a lot about, right? It's like, so um, I've been going on Upwork. Uh, my first yeah. search is for somebody that's handling pay-per-click services. I want, you know, somebody set up and manage that. Um, we'll just say I also put out a post for SEO services. And, and I found someone. I did nationwide. I found a guy, super talented, like SEO nerd. Super cool guy, down to earth, exactly the kind of person I want to work with. Um, I asked him how much he charges, and by the, he said five hundred. If I add two fifty on top of that, maybe for a profit margin, that's only a fifty percent. That's a lot of work going into selling that service to only make a fifty percent margin on that product. You know, so you start crunching these numbers, and I know that I want to like. Everybody I talk to, they, I'm like, I'm going to hire somebody. They're like, don't hire somebody contract. Like, everyone has told me not to hire somebody yet. And so that has kind of let, led me to Upwork, where I've gotten a ton of recommendations to go to. Um, and now I'm finding it to be a full-time job vetting through all the Upwork candidates. <laughs> that yeah. Answer to my proposal. And now I'm like, oh, shit, I actually have client work that I still have to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, can, to maintain can, can, can those let's, contracts. Let's, let's back up for just a second, because I, I would like some clarity on, like, the services that you offer. Because it sounds like yeah. if you're – so so do you do SEO work? Do you feel I, comfortable I, and competent 
doing SEO work? No. No, I don't. Okay. And so so that's why you're I, wanting I, to hire someone who can do SEO work and then you just sort of mark up the bill. Is that right? That is the idea. Yeah. yeah. Which could be wrong. But I would say that I'm like... No, that's, no, that's okay. I mean... Okay. I think, you know, I've seen people do it that way. I, if it were me, though, that would be like a step three or four. For me, step one would be okay. scaling the thing you're really good at and that, and that you're known yeah. for. So, like, what do clients come to you for? If, if, if you get referred by a client or, mm-hmm. sorry, if someone gets referred to you by a current client, what, what typically do they get referred for? Is it graphic design? Is it branding? Is it web design? Um, yeah, I would say it's... It's primarily graphic and branding, and then website design okay. is second. And then, yeah, I would say that those are the two main components. But, like, and I'll be completely honest with you, like, I'm freaking tired of doing brochures. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I've been there. It's like the worst, yeah, I, I, the worst task ever. It's just... But yeah, but okay, so. so let me ask you about brochures. Though, do they do they bring in a <laughs> fair amount of revenue for you or not really? No, um, even logos they don't pay well hard. No, I mean it's just like I'm in Tucson, you know, and it's like hard to. I'm trying to learn how to market myself better, um, and I'm mm-hmm. starting within my community. And honestly, like the people that I seem to attract <laughs> are people that are like. Nope, I got about $250 for a logo. I'm just like, okay. Um, you know, and then yeah. I get people for websites that are like, uh, I, do you do a website for 1500 And it's just now that I'm really starting to get better at my pricing and I've been able to sell a website for 5K, 6K. Um, but it's still, you know, I, I'm still having so many yeah. problems with that. <laughs> Yeah, so I so from what I'm hearing, here's a recommendation I'd have for you, Dan, and that is I would drop the stuff that you don't feel uh proficient in or that you don't have a, mm-hmm. a good a good background in or that you don't have historical mm-hmm. sales in. I would I would drop those for now. You can always pick okay. them up later. Yeah. Right, but you're spending all this time from what you're telling me, you're spending all this ch- time vetting freelancers on Upwork for SEO when really you're not an SEO guy. And so now, and so now making that sale to a client is even harder. Right. And I know that, that you're talking about like handing off the website and getting frustrated that the marketing guys are raking in all the money after you hand it off, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But like, I I think there are things we can do in your wheelhouse, which to me sounds like design, branding, logos, web design, um, so that you can sell passionately which means you'll be able to sell for higher prices. You'll you'll be informed enough to speak intelligently to your clients about the services, right? As opposed to like coming into an SEO setting and you maybe kind of know your stuff, but not really. Um, and then someone else comes in who knows as much about SEO as you do about logos and branding and design. And that's what you're competing yeah. against, right? And so I would lean into your strengths here but as, as you start to grow before you try to branch out to other services that you're not as familiar with. Um, I think that's and, great and I think advice what, because, yeah, I, I just, I think it's great advice because I ultimately like, I think the reason why I'm pursuing these so vigilantly is because I imagine this service in my head that kind of takes somebody from their brand identity through making money from their website as yeah. like this really cool, like I want, like my tagline right now is concierge for everything creative you know and just like be that guide that is easily able to take somebody through 
these digital processes to get to success. Like, <laughs> I don't know, there's something about that envision that that vision that makes me feel like, wow, that's a noble cause, <laughs> you know, or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So I that's mean, why I, agree- I think I'm attached to that. Yeah, it could be an upsell or, or something like that. But yeah, I, I agree. You know, it probably shouldn't be your main focus. Like maybe wait until you get those upsells and then kind of figure it out. You know, I'm a firm believer in like, okay, kind of putting yourself beyond your limits, right? Because that's, again, that's where you get your strength from. So, you know, maybe you can uh, learn that stuff, but kind of wait until you, you really need to. But in, yeah, you know, yeah. I think it's it's more important to kind of look at your front door first, and like where are people kind of entering, and how can you kind of stack that. Um, but if you're looking through for you know more continuity throughout the relationship after you build the the website, I think that there's you know maybe other things that you can you can incorporate into your main offering. Yeah, i i have to I have to say like if Clay were here, he would share his experience of building his agency, which he basically would design and develop a website. And instead of charging $2,400 up front, and eventually they raised their prices, but I know he started out at this, instead of charging $2,400 up front, um, or excuse me, $4,800 up front, he would charge $200 a month for two years. So the clients were on a two-year contract. For $200 a month, they got a brand new website, and then maintenance on that website, and content updates on that website. And what ended up happening was like more clients signed up as, as soon as he switched from that upfront price, like pay me 2,500 bucks to pay me $200 a month sales shot through the roof. And then people stick around because no one wants to, no one wants to change their website if they don't have to. Right. And then he yeah. made sure that he was really responsive um, to his clients. And so clients would say, Hey, can you change the headline on this page? And he would say, sure, no problem. And within 48 hours, two business days, him or someone on his team had changed it. And that's the kind of thing you can hire out really, really easy, right? Just like a quick task doer. And you can just funnel mm-hmm. all those requests off to that person. Um, but, but what I love about this is then, and, and, and I'm sure you've listened, you told me you've listened to a couple of these episodes where Clay talks through his story. But what I love about this is then it's, it's predictable revenue. So now he knows if I have 10 clients, then for the next two years, every month, I'm going to make at least $2,000. If I have a hundred clients, you know, you just, it's like a multiple of your monthly fee. And then scaling and growing becomes so easy because it's like, well, can I afford to hire this person? Yeah, I can actually, because I have a client on contract for two years for $200 a month, and I have 10 of those people. So I can easily pay this person, you know, two grand a month to work for me part time or whatever. And so those decisions become so much easier, because your your revenue is now predictable. And that all comes down to um, that that small monthly fee, it's easier to sell. It's, Mm -hmm. it's easier to predict. Right? Clients love the, just yeah. auto pay. Like there's so many benefits to it. Yeah. Yeah. The continuity. And this is, is like where I like, thought about this. Yeah. Like uh, I know like recurring revenue is a dream, right? I love that idea, but okay. So say this month I'm like, sure, I'm going to do it. $200 a month. And say I get 10 people that come in and they're like, we all want a website. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to process all those orders to make that work uh and and I would still be at 
two thousand a month, which would, I mean, which would ultimately be twenty four k a year. That kind of like, I'm scared of that. I'm not going to lie. Like, what are you building? Uh, associated. What What's the fear? What are you building? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm just scared of of like that of of that onslaught and not being able to like provide deliver a finished quality product yeah i'm just yeah like, so how long so how long how he did it. so 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 okay so first of all um talk me through your current website and adam i i know you were gonna chime in on something so don't forget we'll come back to it but um dan walk me through current if you currently sell a website how much yeah. do you sell it for up front on average uh i would say five page website is 3500 okay so 3500 and and how long does it take you to build? Um, I bet I can build a five page website in uh, utilizing Elementor, uh, a page builder. I can do it probably in twenty hours or less. Which which comes out to how many days? Um, you working full time? Three or four. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, okay, so th- so three or four days. So in three or four days, uh, meaning. So like with all the other stuff you have to do in your business, let's say it would take you five weekdays. So a week of work to finish one mm-hmm. site, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if uh, this was just like an amazing offer and people flock to it and you got, what did you say? 10? Yeah. So, so now we're talking 10 weeks of work, right? Um, mm-hmm. If you, if you did them simultaneously, 10 weeks might not be unreasonable for someone to get their website, right? Or, no, or if you did all. them con- no, concurrently, um, like they don't have to know that you normally could do it in three or four days, right? You could say, right. um, I'm two weeks out, right? I'm fully booked. Mm-hmm. I'm two weeks out. Um, the, the completion date for yours would be such and such day. We'd have to start mm-hmm. on whatever, like they pay their first month, and you have basically a whole month or, or you just, you just figure out the timeline. Like if it's going to take you, if they pay two months before they have a final page up, that's fine. They've paid $400. They've gone through the process and they've gotten a website. Like that's still better than someone who's going to charge them five grand up front. They've paid $400. They've got a website and you've got a client for the next two years with very little maintenance. So I think, yeah. I think you just have to like, you have to sort of manage your schedule and say, uh, great 10 clients that just came through the door. Uh, you, I can get done by this day. You, I can get it done by this day. You, it's going to be this day, this day. You schedule it out. I, I don't know that there's really a huge problem with it, but I'm missing something. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I guess when I have somebody walking me through it, um, it does seem reasonable. I mean, I think that that's the thing that holds me back sometimes is like, I don't totally have a bunch of people to bounce these ideas off of yeah for sure no yeah and that's that's why we do this show Mm -hmm. and and um i think too like that's a great opportunity if you had 30 people come through your door all of a sudden now now you're hiring help right you're hiring a web designer and because you're in the space you know exactly who to hire you can make a hire more quickly you don't have to filter through so many upwork uh applicants and that sort of thing like you can you can really make some quick progress hire some people to help you build out um i know clay used like some templates adjusted mm-hmm. them to be mm-hmm. very personalized to the client but still they like you start with a foundation right so then instead of building it in mm-hmm. four days you're building it in two and a half or something like i think there are things that can sort of speed yeah. up that process yeah 
Yeah, and I think that ultimately, if we're not talking about 15 or 20 page websites, um, you know, because yeah. I think ultimately, I get a lot of people too that come in, they're like, they want a website, you sell them, and then all of a sudden they go, I'm having a lot of trouble with my, my content. <laughs> You're just like, well, shit, like, this is this yeah. could go from a three day process to like a five week process now just because I'm waiting on assets. You know, it's just like, but you know what? If they're paying um, you $200 a month while you're waiting, who cares? Right. Right. Not That's up problem. to them. Yeah. I, I guess you're That's right. up to yeah, them. I'm, right. So the yeah, quicker they want their website, the quicker cool. they need to get back to you. But in the meantime, you're under contract. Yeah. So Adam, what, what thoughts like are you having that. over there? Man? Like so, uh, yeah, what I was going to ask before is uh, what you're building most of the, the websites in, but you, you kind of answered it. You were talking Elementor, which, mm-hmm. you know, so I guess you're, you're working with WordPress most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if you're managing the hosting portion of this stuff or just like I if do, you're working yeah. on their own environments. Okay, so you're, you're doing that end of it too. And what are you using for that service? A SiteGround. SiteGround? So are you making money off SiteGround? Yeah, so SiteGround charges me 40, 40 a month for my server, and my server can handle up to 25 websites. I see. Okay, so you're, you're kind of arbitraging that. Okay, so that's some, some continuity there. And then, um, so you're then putting these WordPress environments out there, and then providing hosting so there it's it's sticky um and then are you offering any other services like you know a big part of our business is like crm management kind of that mm-hmm. end of it and i you know it kind of goes hand in hand these yeah. days with you know websites and stuff like that as you, as you probably already know so are you yeah. you when you, you said it kind of earlier you, you pass it off to the marketing agencies but yeah. Is it at the point like after you kind of incorporate forms or you start to, starting to like work with them after like what what does that typically yeah. look like? Um, and that's where I've really screwed myself in the past. <laughs> in, in all honesty, I was Mr. Nice Guy. I built a website. I um, used themes like Aveda and stuff like that. Um, and I would. Uh, build those and i pass them off and i'd be like just i'm the nice guy just call me when you have a problem <laughs> you know and so like basically these people just will you know call me if there's an emergency but like yeah i haven't had the strength to just reach out to everybody and just be like listen this is the new system that happens it's 125 a month for hosting and maintenance you know like that's what it is and you know or it's like Preston said earlier, uh, this is a two, you pay your 250 a month and that's included, you know, like I need to, yeah. And it's like all inclusive, right? Yeah. 200, $300 a month. It's all inclusive. They don't have to worry about anything. They call you when there's a problem. They call you when they need new content and then, and then you work through those items one by one, you know, you'd, you'd probably do well to research some of these quote unquote unlimited services, Something like Design Pickle comes to mind, where it's technically yeah. unlimited. However, they they require like forty eight hours for each job, and so really you're limited to what fifteen jobs a month or something. Um, you can yeah. you can put in as many as you want. <laughs> it's unlimited, but they yeah. they work through them you know two days at a time, and so 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's, I think there's ways to sort of message that in your marketing that make it sound, um, not to deceive necessarily, but that like truly, truly demonstrate the value of what you're offering instead of paying $3,500 once getting a website, crossing your fingers and hoping nothing ever breaks. It's like, no, pay me two fifty a month. And we will make sure that you, you stay updated, you stay secure, you stay safe, that we can change, make any small changes within 48 hours. Um, we'll take care of your hosting. That's all paid for. And it's just a flat $250, $350, whatever, $500 a month. Yeah. I think a lot of small business owners would go for that. It's a, it's a cash flow issue too, right? It's like, well, yeah. I don't have $3,500 right now. I'm a small business. Oh, well, do well, you have $250? Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, as I kind of look at the the atmosphere of or like my niche and see like what people are requesting um like let's like in all honesty i'm i'm working with a client right now who pulls in three million dollars a year and he's still scared to spend more than twenty thousand dollars on marketing a year so it's like a lot of these (laughs) small businesses are like not um they're even like they're scared of seo they're scared of of pay-per-click this marketing avenue for them i feel like it almost seems daunting and and like they're like just give me my website i just need it up i need you know like i was gonna say again you're i don't know that you're the one to to convince them and support them there it sounds like to me you're the guy to support their website right as opposed to their seo you know what i'm saying like the design yeah. the functionality of it the presence making sure it's online making sure it's secure things like that that's what they'll pay you for and then they can find someone else who can who can do the seo for now and then like adam yeah. was saying when that opportunity arises and they say hey do you do any sort of like regular content publishing you're like yes i do <laughs> and then you figure it out right? yeah <laughs> i think that's great advice uh, i think that uh, you know i was very excited to hop on this show um for this reason in particular, just to, to get some experienced input on the way I'm operating and doing things. And I know that like, there's some, there's some major gaps in kind of that approach that I've taken. And I think that's probably true to tons of freelancers out there, just like, and you don't even notice them really when you're looking inside and you don't have a partner to bounce ideas off. Um, and so I just want to thank you guys. Like, I, I don't know if this is near the end or not, but like, I really appreciate your guys' feedback um, on this stuff. For and sure, like, and I'm already getting a ton of benefit from this. I, uh, I I have something for you. I think is going to really help. That is really helped us. I don't know. I, I mean, hopefully, it's helpful for you. But we switched up our environments to um, go high level for a lot of the stuff that we do. So. Um, then we can really take care of everything with the with the page builds, the the marketing stuff. Like everything's integrated, um, and you can you can also do the hosting for the WordPress stuff. So um, I would check that out too because it makes it really easy to kind of swap templates from one account to another, um, mm-hmm. and the overall management becomes much less of a headache. And it's something that you can bring your team into nicely so they can see other things as you get there but it allows you to kind of dance from from one account to the other and and really manage these all and then they're definitely going to want your help in other areas kind of deeper into the the um the website stuff which i think is then going to allow you like preston was saying 
you, you know, turn on that continuity angle because I don't know, they're going to really value that every month at, at, at a pretty high rate. So I just, as you're saying, you like really focus in on this website stuff that I do really well at and sell them through this website stuff. And once I've built a strong relationship with them in regards to the quality that their website has been built at, then it could just naturally lead to some of these other services that I eventually want to provide for my clients. Is that kind of what you're saying? I didn't quite understand. Well, I think clients, I mean, you know, I may be completely wrong in this, but I think a lot of times, yeah, that quality counts, but most of the clients kind of want it up. So I think kind of the sooner, I I know I'm saying like the opposite of what Preston was saying earlier about like having a queue and everything like that. But, all, you know, I think the sooner you can get the, the, the kind of showing the client something, you know, whether it's like, uh, you know, half baked or, yeah. you know, kind of. Like yeah, for sure. I mean, they're process. not going to pay like a monthly fee mm-hmm. to not have anything up for a few months. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So. And so you're saying just the more I kind of have that process like systematic that I can just be like, okay, new client, um, you know, you're onboarded. These are the details you want on your website. Yeah. Go in, set up the, the hosting environment, launch maybe just like the navigation menu and maybe some intricate parts of, of the website and be like, look, here you go. We're, we're getting this moving. Do you have any feedback? Let's continue this process. I'll have you something in two weeks or a week yeah, yeah. Dep- i think it really depends on oh, sorry I, I was just gonna say i think i think it depends on like what you're offering to you know like what mm-hmm. type of um website situation are you trying to sell like, are these like really yeah. customized crazy websites you know yeah. first of all or are we talking like digitization of the brand and you know getting it online and getting you know a few products out there and stuff like that so i think you have to kind of set those boundaries but yes definitely Mm -hmm. systematize definitely having your onboarding checks in place um i use trello a lot for for that kind of stuff and managing Mm -hmm. uh different clients and different projects and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that saves my world you know uh, in terms of like being able to manage multiple different uh clients and stuff for myself so um that's what works for me but yeah i think okay. you know, the sooner you can kind of look at your process what am i doing repeatedly and, and marking that down because then you can bring other people in just be like this is how i yes. do it and then they yep. can see it have looms for what you do you can connect it with those cards and then they can mm-hmm. you know it we've had we've had so many people kind of come in and leave and then new people come and you know that having that stuff documented just allows the transition to be so much more seamless. So you're not so when, when you are ready to hire, it doesn't need to be so overwhelming with like who to hire versus mm-hmm. like hiring a few split testing them, throwing them all at the project and see who <laughs> works because ultimately that's going to be the defining factor of whether a freelancer is good or not. It's going to be by their quality, yeah. the work that you need yeah. at the price they're, they're willing to take and, and they're going to provide the, the um w- what you paid them for. Like, I mean, this is exactly the- what my business coach is talking about. He, he, it's also talking about just like, we basically want to set you up to be franchisable, not, not literally, but like yeah. um, internally, your system's set up yeah. so that you can like 
just pass those off to other people to be like, here's a list of tasks. This is how you do it. And go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And and I think too, like all this, I'm, you know, I worry about all this time you're spending trying to find the right candidate. I agree with Adam saying it's like pick one or two or three, try them out. There's this saying in, in like tech startup world where you're slow to hire, fast to fire. Right. I, I disagree with that in this kind of setting. Like if you're hiring a contractor that's going to be doing sort of repetitive follow instructions type of work, just hire a couple people quickly, test them out. Not everyone's going to yeah, work, you're but not, you'll find yeah. someone pretty quickly. And, and Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, Adam. I was just saying, we say that word hire, like it's a big, you know, it's a yeah. marriage, but it's not, <laughs> it's like borrowing, you know, it's like, can, you yeah, know, yeah. Lend, me, lend me 20 minutes of your time to show me something. And I was just going to say earlier. But I think enough um, work that is really true. I think you know enough work. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, and have them work on stuff that you need possibly, so you don't have to throw them right at the client. I had my yep. guys like build my whole website, do my whole. Um, you know, if there were designers, I'd have them help me with thumbnails on you know the system and stuff like that. So it's you know kind of get a feel for their talent that's going to in some way benefit your business, right? Um, and and yeah. that's a great way of trying them out because the interview process, I think we got to rethink that. You know, it's more mm. about like, what's this person? Okay, I got it. You know, let's let's see some stuff because yeah, you're not going to, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to ask them for, for stuff that's, you know, stuff that they've done in the past. Like you really don't know that they even did it first of all, you know, and second of all, it's like, it's it's so nuanced, right? Like the things that they're going to be working on and the situation and who you are and what you need them for. So yeah, I, I'd say if they if they seem friendly, you know, if you jive, you know, and and I, I go by feels, you know, like 90% of the yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, like like you said, Preston, like so um, you know, quick to fire. I mean, quick to hire, kind <laughs> of quick to fire, but you don't even need to fire them. You just say, Oh, hey, not not right now. You know, it's it's yep. a completely yep. different dynamic. Yeah. I have sure. a quick I, question I'm, for you from that as yeah, an Upwork uh, person, um, a user. Do you, does the actual client have a rating on the other end? <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Interesting. But but like Adam's saying, like you you know, if you come at it and say, Hey, I'm looking for someone who can come on full time or part time and work regular hours for the next three years and then you end up firing them a week later, <laughs> then yeah, you're yeah. you know, you might incur some bad ratings. Bring them on, just say like, Hey, I you know, I need someone with your skill set for for the next couple weeks, um, for a couple little things I'm working on. And then if that goes well, then you say like, Hey, you did a great job. I'm I'm thinking about maybe making this more long-term, would you be interested, right? And then there's no there's no misunderstanding about expectations um, up front. And, and you can just sort of go go at the pace that's required to, to make that happen. I, I personally am a huge fan of hiring contractors. My whole team is made up of contractors. Um, and that's maybe a whole conversation for a different time. But like, I, I just think I'm with Adam. I think there's so much power in in those more fluid relationships uh, as your business needs certain things. I think as you, as you scale up, you're going to start, even some of the stuff you said, Dan, like you said, uh, you know, we, we set up a, I can't remember what you said your process was, but like, yeah, we set up a server, we, we offer them hosting and then like all of that stuff. How cool would it be if, if when a client signs on, you automatically send it to someone else and they set up, they migrate the domain 
or set up the domain. They set up the hosting, the basic structure. They get um, the basic template up, maybe the menu, like all that kind of stuff. That's not specialized work. You don't need to be doing that, right? (laughs) Someone can do that for $25 an hour um, and and they'll be thrilled to do that. and, And you can get other more important work done, more sales, more sort of CEO type work in your business. So I think there's, man, awesome. so much potential here. The more we talk, the more I'm just really excited for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm super excited too. And this, like I said, this has been extremely helpful. And I, you know, I am not uh, afraid of constructive criticism of people like being like, listen, I think that this avenue you're going down right now, you're spending so much time in like an empty void, you know, and, um, maybe you should just focus on what you're good at, I think is what I'm taking away from this. Um, Mm. That's like kind of a a serious weight off my shoulders, just like being like, yeah, there are people that just need websites and that Mm -hmm. need my work and, um, you know, filling up my calendar with, you know, 200 a month, 300 a month recurring revenue uh, websites is not a bad game plan for the next six months and see where it is. At that point, mm-hmm. you know, Just and, see where you land, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, good, so, Dan. We appreciate you taking the time cool. to to come on the show today. And uh, really quickly, why don't you just let people know where they can find your work, where they can connect with you? Sure. Uh, my website is createography dot com. It's spelled C R E A T O G R A P H Y. Uh, hate having to give that email to people, um, but you can <laughs> find my work there or. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's ultimately where I uh, handle most of my contact stuff. So find me there Perfect. I'm on and Facebook and Instagram, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so <laughs> Excellent. And Adam, uh, thank you so much for joining us today as a, as a guest co-host. I, I really, really appreciate your insight and you taking the time as well. Absolutely. How did I do? It's my first co-host experience. I, oh, man, I you know. crushed it. You crushed <laughs> I, it. I thought you did great. I thought you did great. It was awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we could go for hours, like, honestly, right? and just right. wrap here. I'm, like, you know, any other questions you have for me, Dan, just, you know, hit me up. I'd, I'd be happy to help. Um, yeah, there's well, probably I'm going to go look at your YouTube you channel and uh, check that out. I'm going to listen to your podcast because I think that what you have accomplished is uh, definitely something a ton of freelancers can learn to integrate into their business, including myself in the future. So yeah, uh, really cool stuff. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before we leave on that note, Adam, will you make sure people know where they can connect with you and learn more from you as well? Sure. Yeah. I have a, a YouTube channel. It's Upwork Saved My Life. And then if you guys want to grab a copy of my book, Upwork Saved My Life, I made it free at upworksavedmylife.com slash book. And I think it's a good idea if you are like you know, either on the system and haven't leveraged it and used it or, you know, or haven't even thought about it or considered it. You know, it kind of is like a, you know, step guide on, on how to get on there and, and, how to basically do exactly what I did. And then there's some agency stuff on there too, um, which kind of brings you into today. So yeah, that's uh, oh, probably man. the best place. Um, um, you know, Or reach me by email. It's adam at freelanceking.com. And thanks again for, so, for having me. Absolutely. So, so much good stuff there. Be sure to connect with Adam. And Dan, thanks again for coming. I've been Preston with Milo.co and we'll catch you next time. See you guys. 
Bye-bye. Freelance to Founder is produced by the team at Millo. Visit millo.co to level up your freelancing. And Dripify, visit getdripify.com to become a bad A in business. Freelance to Founder is also part of the Podglomerate. You can check out more amazing podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music for this show was produced by Joaquin Carud. You can catch past episodes at FreelanceToFounder.com or by searching Freelance to Founder in your favorite podcast player. While you're at it, we'd love an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for now. Until next time, see ya.